everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, so I'm Claire. Pause. <laughs> Adrian. Oh, am I next? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm Adrian. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Sabrina again. All right. So today we'll be um, getting the male perspective of beauty and love. We thought it'd be really interesting to get Anthony back on the pod. If you haven't listened to his episode, I don't know what you're doing with your life. We'll link it in the description. But um, just to do a quick recap, Anthony is a social activist. He's an entrepreneur. He's very gregarious. And he is here to mail. Uh, sorry, he's here to represent the entire Male gender. I'm just kidding. No pressure at all. I'm totally kidding. Um, But yeah, do you want to just say a quick hello, Anthony? We're doomed. Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's let's just get let's just get started. Okay. So first question. (laughs) So how old were you when you first started to pay more attention to the way that you looked and to your appearance? Um. I was, I don't know, I've always uh, cared what I look like. I think it's like, I don't know, I think it's a, I think it's a Jamaican thing, you know. Like, Jamaican people always have to look the flashiest. Like, you can see Jamaican people a mile away. Like, they always look good, like, they always look different. And so growing up, I was always in like, I won't say designer clothes, but I always look good and I, and I notice good things on other people. So I say, yeah, as 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 young as I realised what clothes were, I'd realised that they had to be um, clean and, you know, and they represented you. Like, obviously, when you're smaller, your parents dress you and you don't really get a say, but I used to wear things a little bit different. I'd, I'd ask for different kind of clothes. And, yeah, I just think that it, it represents me and, and how I look. So I try and look different. Now, just listening to your response to that, I'm so glad it was muted because as soon as you said Jamaican people, I was just chuckling because so many different images came to mind. Um, (laughs) And the word that stands out is poppy show, if you've ever heard anyone say that you look poppy show. And um, it's a phrase that Jamaican people use. And basically, um, sometimes they use it if you, if, they say that you think you look better than everybody else or you think you're better than everybody else. But when you dress really good, that is probably a comment that you'll get called like poppy show. You look poppy show. Like if you're dressed to like the tens, like the high heavens, any event, you're just like 10 out of 10, even in unnecessary circumstances, you're still looking flat out. And that's when you'll get called poppy show because like you don't need to look that good in this environment, but but you do anyway. But yeah, I thought I'd just took my two cents with that one. Uh, yeah, so, um, so what kind of messages have you received since you were a kid about taking care of the way you look? So you were talking about like being Jamaican, has that played into those messages? Um, and how has it changed now? Do you think that it's become more open? I think, I don't, I don't, so, I mean, when I was younger, like I said, you get told what you have to wear and that makes a difference. You wear things um, like to represent yourself. 
I don't think it's changed. I think it's a, you know, there's a lot of, how can I say, stereotypes of how you dress and and what you look like, and it's dangerous. It's dangerous, especially in my world of not my world, but you know, like knife crime and gang culture. If if you look a certain way, you're tarred with a brush. So I, I'm I'm six foot four. I'm twenty two stone. I'm a big guy. So when I wore just the trendy things, what every other kid was wearing, people would think that I'm a drug dealer or I'm up to some badness just because of how I, how I looked. So you have to, you know, I, I had to be, and I knew that from being very young. So I was always a bit, I always tried to dress it down. Um, and a lot to do with Jamaican culture as well. Like they wear expensive clothes and a lot of them, you know, where, where I was growing up, people didn't have good jobs. So the clothes were, how can I say, the money for the clothes were through a bit of badness and they'd have their, it was their presentation and how they looked like the, the drug dealers and whatnot would look like something out of a movie. Like you'd get out of the car with the trainers, with the nice car, with the coat, with the jeans, and you'd just be like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what I want to look like. But luckily for me, when I was younger, there was no, there was designer brands like you get your Machino, you get your Versace, um, which you didn't have to do that much to get that kind of money. But now the young people, I, I, I don't understand like how much money they spend on clothes, like £800 for a pair of trainers. Like when I was young, I had nice clothes, but I didn't have no £800 for trainers. T-shirts, £1,000. Jeans, £1,000. Coats, £3,000. I'm just like, wow. And it is fashion and how you look and how you represent. And because of that, I think that fuels a lot of criminal behaviour. So that that's where I was a bit, a bit, you know, standoffish of on getting them kind of clothes because I, I didn't want to look like them. I wanted to be myself. So that's like um, an interesting point that you make. And I feel like with young people, social media definitely warps their perception of um, like materialistic things or fashion. I feel like they think that it has to have a label on it for it to be fashionable. But if you take away that label, like Balenciaga's, there's a pair of them that are just so ugly. And I know for a fact, if you were to strip that label off it, they would not be paying seven, eight hundred pounds no, for no, those no. shoes. Because no. I've seen the knockoff versions in a shop and I thought it's exactly the same. It's just got the the Balenciaga ones got the tiny yeah. writing. And you just think, oh, I've seen um, a Hugo Boss t-shirt that just says boss on the back. And you can't see it unless you're literally peering down the person's <laughs> neck. And it's like, why spend that much? I feel like when we were younger, we even though there was a lot of things that we wanted and we kind of saw what other people had. I think um, I was always brought up in an environment where I appreciated what I, what I had. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's probably why um, I'm pretty out there sometimes with the clothes that I wear, just because you just make, you make it work. You make it work with 100%. what you got. And that's what I was like. So when you get to the age where you're going out night to night clubs and stuff, like me, I, I dress mad when I go, like I've got leopard print jackets, I've got fur coats, I've got everything. And I, and I wear it how I wear it because that's me. Like 
okay, I've got some, I can't say that I've got no designer clothes because I have got some designer clothes, but I never, never purchased them clothes as a statement of me having money. I purchased them because I like the clothes. I would, when my friends and stuff were going to, I don't know, buying them Versace tops and buying, you know, these trainers, I'd go to next clearance store and I'd get a, I'd get a white t-shirt and I'd get a blazer. You know, I was in, I don't know if you know Niche, the nightclub, like obviously it's a bit rough. Like I, I was in there with like a pink t-shirt and a blazer and, and no one's going to say nothing to me because it's me. And I, I don't need to have a 500 pound t-shirt on to think I look good. Like I just thought, I just thought they were daft. And I think it boils down to self-confidence. A lot of people wear what everybody else is wearing because it makes them feel safe. And, you know, I don't want to be around people that, that feel safe. I want to be around people that are themselves, you know. So what if you can't afford a 500-pound T-shirt? You know, get get your £2.50 Matalan T-shirt and, and rock it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Put a couple of rips in it or that, throw some bleach on it. I don't know. Just make it look good. That is so true. I think um, one of my cousins must have went to Primark and they're like, oh my God, like they've discovered Primark for the first time. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, just people keep acting like it's this cheap old shop. But the amount of times I've gone shopping and I've been determined not to go to Primark to get what I want. And it turns out that the last shop I go into being Primark has exactly what I wanted and I could have just saved the day for cheaper <laughs> as well. And it's like, um, I think sometimes you can dress expensive without spending money to be expensive. It's just how you put yourself together. And um, I think people are too hung up on um, putting themselves together for somebody else yeah. and breaking their back to look good for somebody else. And, and that's it. That's it, 100%. Everything's for what other people feel. A lot of people wear clothes based on what other people want and what other people are acceptable. And even, but that's ingrained in us. It's ingrained in people, such as when you go to work, you should wear a suit and a tie. You, why should you? Like, why? Like, if you see me, I rock up in my tracksuit bottoms and a hoodie and a hat because I'm comfortable. You want good work from me, allow me to be comfortable and I can work good. While I'm in a, a, a suit, I can't even move properly. I'm just like, geez, like, I just want to go home. That like ties into the next question perfectly. So um, when it comes to body image, women are often um, under pressure to look a certain way due to how the women are portrayed in the media and kind of what's trending and how women are expected to look. So would you say that the media also has a part to play in the way that men view themselves? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I don't think it's as hard on men. I think that, how can I put it? Like, uh, if it, it's a lot easier to, how can, how can I say it? Look like a normal guy. If you look like, if you go on, instagram like explore obviously you'll see some guys with some chiseled out body do you know what i mean like obviously we want that but you'll see just regular people and i think with guys it's more of personality they, they get a chance to see a personality so if i go on insta or just an example um you know there's guys being funny rather than guys with six packs but if i go on insta and look for females Every time it's some girl with some big bum, and I'm just like, what the hell? And I'm, I'm like, so I look how many followers I got, and I'm just like, how the hell, right? Do you get so many followers when I, I don't know who you are. You don't even speak in your 
in your material. You just, I don't know, do whatever with your backside and, and, and your body. And yeah, they are nice, but might, you know, I, I don't know. It might come with age where it's deeper than that. Like if, if I was to look for um, a partner now, I think like what her body looked like is probably not important to me. Not whatsoever. Well, it would be a little bit, but I think that if, if, if she had other um, like, um, attitude and a focus and a personality, I'd top that over image um, by far. But yeah, back to your question. Um, yeah, I no, I don't think guys are under as much pressure as girls. I think girls are put under, and women, sorry, are put under so much pressure. You can see that by by looking at looking at a, a woman. Yeah. And nine times, well, I say nine times out of ten, a lot of women now have them funny lips. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what, them them injections in the lips. Like, this, this, I've got a daughter that is 13 next. I've got to compete with these people telling my daughter, look, don't matter about your makeup. doesn't matter about this and that in your lips. It don't matter about having a big bum. I said, it does not matter. I said, you've got to excel in yourself. We had the conversation the other day to school. I said to her, oh, have you got a boyfriend? Like, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to, or scared, or I'm not no macho man that, oh, I don't talk to my kids about this and that. I'll talk to my kids about anything. When they're old enough, I'm willing to talk about um, sex relationships and sex and et cetera, et cetera. And I said, look, love, I said, you might have a, she said she ain't got a boyfriend. She goes all giggly. I'm like, look, I said, that's fine. I said, you can have a boyfriend. But I said, you know what? Just do me something. I said, you know, before you think about getting a proper boyfriend, you've got to promise me you've got everything yourself. And that man is to add to what you've got. You're not there to add to that man. And then we made like a little pack that, you know, once she's got a house and a nice car that she's got, she can then look for a man. And I think that's uh, um, imp important for girls. And it's it's hard for me to, especially being a man, it's hard for me to try and drill that into her head. Like, come on, you're bigger than what people look like because people on social media make it all about your appearance when, I don't know. It's not really important, is it, on the grand scale of things? Um, this is like slightly kind of on a tangent. But yes. when you um, mention that, um, when you speak to your daughter and you say that she doesn't need like big lips and she doesn't need like a big bum and things like that, I think it's interesting how the script has kind of stayed the same, but the context has changed because you're telling your daughter that you don't need big lips to look like that. Yeah, Whereas yeah. when I was younger, big lips was you don't want big lips. Like no yeah. one wants big lips. And well, like now when I see it all in the media and how women are so fixated on it, it's like, do you, do you know how many black girls have cried <laughs> because someone's made fun of their lips? And now you're actually, you're profiting off it. Like, yeah, but look, it's crazy. Look, at, look at, look at, look, I said this, I look at women's fashion, like cosmetically, it all follows black women that's what it follows so when i was younger it wasn't normal for a girl to have a big bum there was big batty gorilla batty or whatever you want to call them same again with the lips same again with the eyebrows you got to understand the eyebrows as well it's it fake tan like come on like they're doing everything to look black like a black woman like they've got some sort of black in them when you're taking a mick like you're so racist and you're so rude and you would you would have been one of them taking the mick out of someone's big lips. But now look at your that <laughs> damn lips are amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> 
I look like some hot dogs, man. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and I just think, and it's all fake. It's not real. Like, just, I, I wish people would just be themselves and then you'd understand it. You know, people will love you for who you are and, and not what you look like. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, yeah, I guess just on that note, I just had a thought because, um, you know, like, I, I, well, I think this narrative is more present within women, like, oh, power dress for work, make sure all your, uh, I know Sabrina power dresses, I actually don't, <laughs> um, no shade, I'm just saying that you do do it. Um, I've seen Adrian power dress too, but anyway, so, um, so, you know, if you go on Insta and you like, um, explore it, you'll see like tons of content, OOTD hashtags, whatnot, like endless, but then, um, on the flip side for, for men, you know, like I have male friends where they'll kind of tell me like, Oh, I, I have an interview. I'm not really sure what to wear. So I'm going to like, look, but they see it really like in a tone of being ashamed. And that makes me think like, Hey, why? is that bad you just want to look good um and i don't really have a question but it's more like what, what do you think about that because it's just so skewed that we're sorry just um like we women should pay more attention to appearance how we look but men shouldn't like how do you feel about that i do i do pay attention to obviously i'm a bit rough now this is this is covid man but normally i um I, we said earlier that you said I represent older men, but I'm different. <laughs> like I'm so different. Like I know, I know a lot about nails, you know, nail art. I know about eyebrows. I know, I know a lot of girly stuff. I was brought up with my mom. So I was the one straightening the hair. My sister needed plaits. I'd be plaiting her hair. And what I noticed with men is a lot of them don't know how to dress. They don't, mm -hmm. they still, that's why you get like people that, that, I say like they dress like the mums dress them, like they'll wear corduroys and they'll have like a like their hair won't be shaped, it'll be cut off like army. And I think the, a lot of men rely on women to get dressed and feel secure. And that's why I believe a lot of men just play, wear suits because you can't go wrong with a suit. Like me personally, if I'm gonna go out somewhere and I want to dress powerful, I'll be wearing. I'll probably make sure my shoes and my tie match. Definitely need a handkerchief and probably a plain top and a nice coloured suit. I don't tend to go for blue suits. I like flowery suits. I like, I, I'm a, I think I'm a bit feminine, to be fair, but that's yeah, what that's I like. Like, And that's mm. how, you know, and yeah, but back to your question, yeah. I think men, it's not easy. It is, it's like women know what to do. You can have like a million different blouses, a million different... <laughs> blazers to go over or you've got your skirts you've got pencil skirts you've got short skirts you've got heels you've got wedges you've got nine inch ones you're like wow like i wish i had all this to get ready <laughs> and i think that's what it is like women are, i mean you're great at looking good like anytime you you like you can look good and, and you can dress to kill and i don't some men i'm not saying all but some men just they don't have that skill they just don't know how to do it mm. Yeah, but on the I know you're gonna say something, Serena, but uh Mo F it's Mo problems, honestly, <laughs> in my opinion. But I'll shut up now. No, I was gonna say that's <laughs> such a perfect quote. I can clean my bedroom and then the moment I decide I need to put an outfit together, it's like my bedroom has exploded. Like sometimes I get stressed <laughs> if I have to go on holiday. So I'm like, I'm definitely gonna be over the limit. Because you can never have too many options. It's all about the options. 
even if you only wear three things, having seven options is great. Mm. Um, I'm like, I'm like, I'm the same. Like, you know, people look at me like I'm weird. I'm like, what the hell do you mean, man? I've got two pair of shorts and I've got one T-shirt that can dress up or dress down. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that is just such like, that is like every guy on holiday, like a short, I'll just pack like two pairs of shorts and then I'll pack like, three different t-shirts and they can all they all kind yeah, of they yeah. can all be mixed and matched together mm. like whenever i've been on holiday with guys and you just see the size of the suitcase it's just like where where are you going are we going to the same place are we staying for the same <laughs> amount of time have you have you got everything um but my point was when um claire uh, oh gosh I not remember what claire said <laughs> so bad my point was basically when claire was talking about how like women do different things and like how like men should kind of take more pride in themselves as well my point for that would be like nails i know you mentioned that you know a lot about nails but one thing i've noticed on social media is um when like a guy posts a picture like post manicure and the comments just say oh that's too feminine that like and they're really shooting him down and the amount of women i've seen defending the men saying What's wrong with having nice, clean nails? Like, what what's wrong with wanting you wanting to kind of look presentable? And then what you said about like men kind of letting women take charge and kind of women leading the way. I think one thing I've come across is when men have long hair and they expect like their partner or a female to be able to kind of do their hair, in particular, wow. <laughs> like afro hair. I I've I don't have any hair. So if I was to ever be in a relationship with a guy with hair, I will assist you with your hair. But know that if I'm not there, you've got to do it yourself. Because mm. just like us women, when it comes to us doing our hair, we have to do those things ourselves. You grow up kind of watching how your mom does your hair and kind of learning how to do it yourself, learning how to braid. If a man's asking me to braid, I'll teach you how to braid so you can braid your hair yourself but expecting a woman to kind of lead the way and then be like oh that's too feminine that's and putting you the stop signs up it's just like you either accept the help and have all the help or you just do it do it yourself mm-hmm. but you can't just pick and pick and choose and then expect i say you but let me generally yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's it boils down to like men being masculine being the strong ones being the rough around the edges and it just boils down to like stereotypes, really. That's what people used to think about men, you know, back back in the days. And I think times change. Um, I don't think there's. It's not black and white like it used to be. Every everywhere is just grey, and people should just do what they want to do, regardless of if it's feminine or less feminine or I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's even even men. Men are the same. If if you get a group of guys. Like, I might go out with with my friends, male friends, and I might wear, I don't know, a jacket that's a bit, I don't know. I've got a nice sequin jacket that I like. And they're like, oh, you're dressed fruity. You know, are you a Batman? I'm a gay. I'm like, what the hell? Like, this, this is just clothes. Like, what? how does something I wear, unless it says a T-shirt saying that I'm gay, then I understand you're saying that I'm gay. But unless I've got that, not got that on, how does how I'm dressing make me gay when I'm wearing it? But then I look at it and I just think, do you know what? 
you're not confident in yourself to wear something like this because deep down inside, I bet you like it really. Like later on, as the night goes on, I bet one of them will pull me to the side and say, oh, I'm only joking, man. I like your jacket really. Do you know what I mean? And it's like that one where like the defence is up so they feel like if they target somebody else, they take it away from them and they're wearing the same as everybody else because they just, I don't know, maybe maybe they're not that confident and, and they're, they're lacking in that area. I don't know. I never really ask them, to be honest. Yeah, I, I just wanted to note that I really do love that you talked about uh, self-confidence uh, with clothes. And I really do feel like clothes are such a way of expressing yourself and really like, you know, showing who you are and expressing your personality. So do you feel like there are a lot of men that like can't really fully express themselves because they don't have the full range of options in variety that women do? I just think they don't want to become a target. Like men, men are like women, you say, for the most part, they're, they're bitchy. Like how they how they say stuff, you, you call it bitchy. But men, men are brutal. Like if 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 you wear something that attracts the attention of uh, another guy when you're in a group, you can't live that down. You'll get a nickname, and it will <laughs> it won't leave you. It's the, you know, these people are brutal, and I just think it boils down to that again. Like if so what what someone's wearing like people will have a proper laugh at your expense for wearing maybe i don't know a pink jacket or i don't know purple jeans or, or some 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 different trainers and it's just i don't know they do have the options they just play it safe because they don't want to be that guy so that was like adrian the question she asked was kind of like a question I thought of and the question I was going to say next kind of rolled into one. Um, and your response is, um, it was, it was great. Um, especially because the point that I was going to kind of emphasize on was, um, masculinity. And do you see that as being a barrier to how, cause I know you've touched on kind of like, if you wear a certain thing, you could get a nickname or you won't be able to live it down. But do you think the kind of, pressures for men to kind of be masculine um kind of snuffs out their ability to kind of express themselves properly and i would say probably that is where the pressure kind of side of it probably falls on men yeah 100 100 like did they just want to be the big macho okay it, let's just break it down so me and my friend i don't know whatever it's called we we both go out and he's a big hard man and he wants to be the masculine guy. He goes to the gym, he's pumped. But he knows in a group, if people get onto him, he's not going to be able to handle himself. Like you think about masculine people, these people are rough, fighting people, they protect. And that's the thing. If you're in a group and you get called out, you're, you're, people are going to see, you're not this big hard man that you want people to think. You're just a person with feelings. That's it. Now, why can I wear what I want to wear? Because if my life is in danger, I can look after myself. If I'm in a meeting full of men, like there's always that alpha male. And let's talk about like a business meeting. There's always the alpha male at the table shooting off his gums. Do I feel threatened by this alpha male? No, because let's just boil down to it, right? It's all an act to me. Like you're acting the alpha male. Am I an alpha male? 
No, I just know any issues that come to me, I will resolve them swiftly. Like, I don't need to bully people or be horrible to people or dress the same as people just so attention is diverted from me. Like, I, I can handle myself in, in most scenarios and I'm happy with that. But I think men, look, this is like a witch hunt for men, man. What the hell? Anyone would think I was a girl? Jesus Christ. But you get you get what I'm saying? You must see it yourself. There's that going back to your masculine, masculine. It's always about who's the biggest, who's the strongest, who's the fiercest. But uh, you know, I'll give an example. Like so when I when I was young, young I'd go out with a lot of people, and they'd be giving it this one. Oh, if this guy does this to me, I'll I'll do X Y Z to him, and I'd never say nothing. I wouldn't say I was gonna threaten nobody. I'd just say, look, don't tell me what you're capable of. Just wait until it happens, and then you just do it. Okay, let's just be for real. And then obviously, me and a few people fell out because of because of that approach. But if you're comfortable in yourself, you can do what you like now if i was a single male right i want you to think about this one if i was a single male not the fact that i was single because like i can't be but i wanted a new partner oh no no i didn't want a partner i wanted to exploit a female now what female would i look for to exploit i would look for one of these ones with the boom and the lips why because that tells me they've got not got confidence it also tells me they follow what everybody else does, wrongly or rightly. Now, if you want to manipulate people, what do you want to see in somebody? You want those two attributes, don't you? So that, that's the kind of woman I would seek and exploit. And I don't think women that dress like that and, and act like that understand, like, you, people can see, like, through this, like, and they can see that you're vulnerable. And this is why, you know, they end up, Getting checked like dirt, really. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, I mean that's a that's a really great point. Um, I mean, I, I I guess like we we could say to um, play devil's advocate that not everyone that uh, does plastic surgery necessarily is to the stereotype that we typically think. Um, just to add that caveat, just in case anyone listening is like, oh my God, what? Um, but speaking of stereotypes, um, yeah, so something I had in mind when I thought of this question is that, um, you know, like, for example, if you're on Instagram and you see like a woman wearing a man's clothes, most comments will kind of be like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, you're wearing your boyfriend's sweater, whatever. Um but then like on the male side, we kind of alluded to this, like if a man, I, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, like it's kind of quote unquote trendy to, um, to be emotionally intelligent as men these days. I mean, it's always been a thing, but like, like lately, I think it's just been more so. Um, so if like a man, for example, posts um, today, I did my skincare routine and I cut my nails, you'll see loads of comments like, oh, that's gay. But then if he defends himself, it's quote unquote emotionally available. And they're actually making quite a lot of um, traction and becoming like these Instagram stars for that kind of um, status. So yeah. I just kind of find that bizarre. It should be a given anyway. Like it's hygiene. We should all be clean. Um, so that being said, I know this is kind of long winded, but what do you think needs to change in terms of representation? Like when are we going to be able to say like even among men, like, oh, you cut your nails cool that's not gay 
I, I just think people need to mind their own business and focus on their lives. And if they've not yeah. got nothing going on in their lives, they need to make something because it's it's a joke. Like I I don't understand like how somebody doing something like gives you the right or gives you the time to like complain about it. Like you're going to this guy's, you're going to his post and you're complaining what he's doing. Like that's leave him to do what he likes. And I think that's where I stand with anything. There's some things I do agree with. There's some things I don't agree with. If if it's something I don't agree with, um, I'd I'd hope the person doing it would respect me and not do it near me. I'm not saying don't do it full stop. I'm saying do what the heck you like. You know, you've got one life, live it. Just be respectful of others. And it's back to that same thing again, trying to, trying to pull people down constantly, constantly. And we're in an age now where that's the go-to thing. I hardly see anything positive on social media. It is absolutely depressing. And if you're, if you're seeing nothing but death and, and people being hurried and, you know, um, trolls getting all the traction that they get. What do you expect? It's not even a thing to be nice to people anymore. It's normal to be horrible straight off the bat and say to them something bad rather than say something good. I just think we're living in in a in a in it's an odd time, especially with social media, because you can't even confront somebody that's saying, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, if I go out in a if I take a picture, I have a jacket on, someone calls me gay. I'm never going to see this guy. And if I did see him, I'd say, well, who's gay now? And I can bet you any amount of money, he will say that he did not say that I was gay. I can promise you that much. And it's just like, we've got that, everybody's got that thing to hide behind on social media. Why not use that just to be nice? Like, let's just be nice to people. You, you're a guy, you look after yourself. Well done you. What do you use? What products do you use? Why do you use it? Why not just ask instead of calling him gay like i don't get what that achieves like so what <laughs> so that's that's an interesting point when you said um people like to just assume that if you wear something a certain way then it then it's gay um and things like that um when you made the comments about um how people will kind of just jump on a post and kind of tear people down on social media so um kind of relating to what Claire said in terms of how can we kind of overcome this or get to a better better space where we just appreciate everybody. Do you think there needs to be kind of um, more of an emphasis on kind of mental health and kind of like how that interlinks with social media? Because I find that a lot of um, people that kind of live for social media and they kind of do things to look a certain way for certain people usually they've got body dysmorphia they probably don't know they have it and they've probably never come across the the, the phrase but that is like it's it's a mental illness um okay. to some degree that they're suffering from and i feel like when people kind of tear people down on social media they're feeding in to to this in such an unhealthy way and um i think that's kind of like a dark side when it comes to men because people see all the th the surgeries that women get done but they don't see surgeries that men get done. Like I've read so many articles online of men that have, they've got their, they've got like surgery done on their face. They've got fake abs put in. Oh, um, yeah. Just crazy. Like the, the modifications that men can actually do to their body is crazy. And people really don't 
um, know about it or kind of are aware of it. But when kind of these things are being, when people are being um, dragged and things, there's always someone in the background kind of watching all of this and kind of comparing things against them themselves. And um, so my point basically is, um, do you do you kind of think that um, in in relation to social media that there needs to kind of um, be some exploration of like the, the the effects on on mental health and kind of how you perceive yourself? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think social media is so so big; it's scary to truly grasp that the concept of it. Like, there's so many things that will come about because of social media. Things that people didn't know existed. And when I say that, I don't mean like new designs. I mean illnesses will come about just because of social media. And I think a big one. You, you were right by saying like um, the ones that you were talking about, like the, the was it body dysmorphia stuff? I think the the biggest one that nobody's took into account yet is the split personality because people will end up having two different p- people in one. They'll have the online one and then they'll have the normal one. And the issue is they're finding that balance. And I don't believe a lot of people will find that balance. I think, our generation and older ones, like we was about before social media. So we had to go and knock on door for our friends and we had to go and, I don't know, what was like tracker dogs. Like imagine all your friends had gone out and you were late. You'd always find them. Like no matter how far away they were, you'd find them, but you wouldn't call them. Now look at the kids now that are brought up on social media. They think that that's them. Like they think that they're social media but they're not like you're a person before and i'm worried that as as it as it gets older and people are like born into it they're going to suffer because they're not going to be able to differentiate the two um sorry i was gonna ask the next question but you just brought something to mind um you know when you watch like uh, films and netflix that are set in um u.s high school like uk i don't know like like sixth form age i always get that so mixed up anyways um you see these kiddos with like rock hard abs and they're 16 17 and i'm like yo this is not this it's is not real it's not healthy it's that image like the con like i don't know who's doing it i don't know who is doing it but like I, I saw i saw a picture the other day like me i love cartoons like i'm onto family guy every night american dad cleveland show i absolutely love cartoons it got that bad that um you know cartoon network logo was like imprinted in in my tv i used to watch cartoons that much and i watched one the other day and the woman's hips were like this like like that like i don't know how anything passed through but like a waist was you know like 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 it was just like that was there. The yeah, the waist was tiny and the hips were like five times bigger. And I was just like, even though it's a cartoon, you look to cartoons and it's a person. So you're gonna say, I should look like that. Oh my I don't even think it's humanly possible to look how that cartoon looks, but yeah, it's supposed to be realistic. And again, back to films, people don't look like nobody ever looks rough in a film. Like, how? Like, people are always walking past looking pretty. Like, what? No one's picking their nose. No one's sneezing. No one's screwing their face up. It's not reality. But because we're showing it on the TV, we think it's normal when it's not. You are who you are. And some people will never be able to get a six-pack. 
that's just how their body is. Like each body is different. And no matter how much you put this person in front of me with these pecs and these abs and these chiseled arms, my body will just not go like that because I might just be a, of a big build and I might just, I don't know, carry weight somewhere else. And it's not a bad thing. Don't try and be like, how can I say it? Like, people portray a man should look like this and a woman should look like that. There are how many men and women on this earth? You all can't look the same. You all can't look that. It's impossible. You're supposed to look how you are. As long as you eat, obviously, if you get, you might have um, like a, like it's like an eating disorder which makes you like put weight on or lose weight obviously there are exceptions but i think that as long as you live a healthy life you you look like how you look like don't go chasing something that doesn't matter because guess what at 16 you can have a six pack at 18 you can have a beer belly like it's you the person your soul that matters not not how you look it's crazy you say that because um say me and social my social media references you can tell how much i live on it um <laughs> but um i've seen like so many kind of like the little documentaries that snapchat do they're like only a few minutes long yeah, of yeah. like people that have had surgery both men and women to look like somebody else yeah. like a guy was so obsessed with um like how korean men looked and he was a white guy and he went to his surgeon. He's had his jaw chiseled down and um, he had like his cheekbones kind of more defined. Um, he even had surgery on his eyes to like cut part of his eyelids. And I just thought, whoa, 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 that's a, that's, that's a, it's a bit too much. What you're, 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 li- much. you're changing your whole kind of race to look like somebody Something, you're literally yeah. changing your body features to to look like someone else and i just thought that is actually crazy the obsession that people have with trying to look like somebody else and what you said about um you shouldn't kind of want to look like someone else you just embrace yourself i think those are lessons that need to be taught in school um i did a mental wealth session at a school last year mm. and a boy had put on his um worksheet that he felt um stressed and kind of uh, depressed over his body image and when you're leading a year 11 session and you read that it's just like my heart broke because I just thought you're a young man in year 11 and you're you're getting ready to kind of like take your next steps and go off in life and this is already what you're thinking about your body and you're you're in school like you shouldn't this you we're, we're here trying to get you to have a healthy mindset about your education and this is what's on your mind like how are you for today supposed to succeed if they're being the the person that they're trying to be um someone else is basically saying well we'd prefer it if you look like this yeah you can't and the thing is what they need to understand is your body's still growing at that age you know you've got no control it man and the spots are wild like they'll be (laughs) popping up all over you know what i mean and i think just be, I, and, and that's something for me what I drill into my kids like look be yourself I remember when my, my son um, wanted plats um, not cane rods you know like plats dangling down like and and I said to him have it done I used to have stuff like that like I remember like I used to have um, extensions in my hair because they weren't long enough because I always wanted plats down to my face here 
And then I want, there was a Nigerian football player that had lime green in his, so I had lime green in mine. And people used to give me stick. And my son did the same thing and he did it and he took his out because someone said, why have you got dreadlocks? And I'm just like, do you know what I mean? It's like, just end of the day, it's back to that again. They, they, the kid liked his hair. He just did it because it stopped people from saying something about him. And one message is dare to be different. Like, just dare to be different. I always tell my kids that, just dare to be different. Someone's always going to say something. You can dress the same as somebody else. If someone don't like you, they're going to say something horrible. Ignore it. If you like it and you think it looks good, it's about you and what you like, not about anybody else. But back to what you were saying about the um, the guy that wanted to look like a Korean guy. I mean, okay, so for you to want to change your full face to look like something else, alarm bells ringing there's something not quite right. So whose responsibility is it to address that? If you was a plastic surgeon, would you, you know, forward the guy on to, I don't know, maybe a, a, a psychologist or someone in that line for them to talk, you know, to talk about that? Because it might be the fact that he used to love one guy and or he used to look up to one guy and he loved him that much. That's the reason why he wants to look like him. But, Really, is it him that you're wanting to look like or is his personality that you're wanting? Because they're two completely different things. So I don't think the plastic surgeon should have done that. I'd have, you know, in a couple of years' time, he might get sued because he, sh he, should, he should have known better. And I think that there should be some sort of protocols when people want to modify their body to some such extremes. You, you must make sure you're 100% ready for it and you 100% understand it because you know what was that film was it face off where the two guys changed the faces yeah like, yeah and one of the guys went mental because it's not him like you're looking at you even when I look at myself in the mirror it doesn't look like me like imagine if I changed and I look like I don't know some somebody else totally different like you then again you can't act the same way I'm I'm I look like me. I act the same way, certain way. Why? Because I understand other people's behavior towards me. I understand the setting that I'm in. Now, if I change my whole face and I look like someone completely different, and maybe I don't know, change the color of my skin as well, that's a completely different person. Like you are not that person that you've just made yourself into. So you're gonna be playing catch up because you're gonna be this person, and now you're not your body, but like your soul and you, your personality is going to have to pack, catch up to this, this, what, what you look like now. I think it's bizarre. And that's when you get called a catfish. Cause when people meet you in real life and they're like, this is not, Man. this is not, you lied. Cat, I think, it's I think you? catfish is, is, <laughs> I feel, so, I shouldn't laugh, but I feel so sorry for them. People. I feel so sorry for him. I do, I do because you know, they're not comfortable being who they are I, I i've got something i'm gonna ask you three something so you meet somebody when you're let's say 20 right and you're with them till you're 70 80 you, you die with them right do you know when you okay when you look at that person at 20 they're young their their body their bits are where they should be you know that you know they've not got you, you, you get what i mean so 
when you get out, so when you get to say like 60, you're, you're, the both of you are going to start looking younger, but then there's younger people for you to look at to get your attention. So do you still see that person like they were 20 when you're 60 or do you see them as them being 60? Uh, I've got no choice but to look at them being 60 because it doesn't matter how much you look at the young things, they're going to look at you like you're their grandparent <laughs> and I'll die of shame, imagine like splitting but, but up from, I mean. from your partner and now nah, I think because as well you've got to think that your partner like when you when they look at you they're going to be seeing the same thing they're not gonna you've got you've got to keep it you've got to keep it 100 with them and you you've made a vow to kind of love that person even though a younger person may look attractive at the end of the day you're not young anymore just like your partner's not young anymore so it, it it doesn't matter who I find attractive that's younger than me. Are they going to find me attractive? Now, if they did find me attractive, now that's that's a topic for another podcast. Okay, so we're saying it's not about what they look like. It's about your feelings and, and such. Okay, Claire, come on. Um. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm married, so I feel obligated to say. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, oof, this is a... That this is a great question because uh, I won't I won't get too long into this because on like a what are you is it biological is it superficial I don't even know on on that level yeah of course you're going to appreciate eye candy of course it's natural um but I will add I think this idea of because when you're in a long term committed relationship you're sort of expected to cherish your partner as oh they are the most the number one attractive person in my life forever and ever and ever um I think that's a little bit antiquated I know this isn't exactly answering your question but I'll I'll just put my two cents in and say um while I I think it actually is possible to hold them to that regard at the same time appreciating other people around you should be normalized is that like a cop-out answer I don't know that makes sense no, you're just like, no, what do you say? <laughs> I, I, you I don't agree? D- d- different strokes for different folks. <laughs> no, no, I get what you mean. I don't know. I get I get it. I get it. Like, why not look at someone else and, and you know, just because if, if someone's if someone's beautiful, they're beautiful. Like, who are you fooling by trying to act like they're not? You know, I think that I think that is one thing in relationships where, you know, someone else is allowed to be pretty. You know, it don't mean that you want to go and have an affair with them or fall in love with them. It's just, it is what it is, I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Adrian, what you uh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I think it is kind of a hard question to answer because I mean, it's not like I am sixty and I'm in this situation, so I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to feel when I'm sixty. But I, I do agree with Claire in that I think that it is good to kind of get away from this idea of like the person that you're with has to be like the most beautiful person in the world to you. Like, I mean, they can be the most beautiful person in the world to you because you love their personality, because you love who they are. And it doesn't have to be just purely like, oh, yes, like I find them visually the most attractive person in the world. You know, like, obviously, there are a lot of like, you know, celebrities and beautiful people out in the world. So it's like there can be other people that are beautiful and you might love your partner the most or think that they're the most attractive for you. But you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, they also have to be like the most beautiful person in the world. 
I think that it puts a lot of pressure like then on you as you're looking for a partner of like, oh, I have to find like the number one best person ever in the world. So I think it is better to just kind of like accept that, you know, you're both not perfect and that's okay. And you still want to be together and you still love them. <laughs> so I don't know that's my kind of view on it. <laughs> I think not only that to add to what Adrian said, but I think um, this whole notion that old people can't be attractive and that as soon as you get to a certain point, you're going to be less, you're going to be less attractive because I've got lots of tattoos of one of the top comments I get from usually old people, funny thing, is, uh, well, I've got to correct myself, um, adults, because, you know, 50 and above is not old these days. Um, but they'll say to me, oh, but when you get really old and your tattoos are going to be wrinkly and they're going to look, they're not going to look nice and this and that. And it's like, who who's checking out my tattoos when I'm when I'm bloody eighty? Are you really are you really going to be that pressed about my wrinkled <laughs> tattoos when I am eighty? I probably can't. Well, at that age, I probably won't be able to hear you complaining about them anyway. But I always say, like, if I make it to eighty, the question that's going to be my thought isn't going to be, oh. I've made such a mistake. I've got all these tattoos on me. It's going to be, this is why an 80 year old looks like with tattoos because I know a lot of people that haven't made it past 30, haven't made it past 50. So if I get to 80, that's an achievement, whether I've got tattoos or not, I've, I've made it to 80 tattoos and how my appearance is at that age. Like Adrian said, actually, I might get to, I might get to 80 and probably be a different ball game, but <laughs> Hopefully when I get to 80, these things don't, don't bother me. Like body image doesn't, doesn't bother me. So, yeah. Um, so I know Adrian wanted to say something, but yeah, Anthony, what are you, I, I can see you like reacting to our answers. So what, what do you, what do you say to all this? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's just one of those questions where it, it's relevant to the person, you know, um, we're all, different people and we all have different goals and different dreams and aspire to be different things you know um i just think you've got to i had the conversation the other day and i forgot who it was with and, and i asked the question like because that's what it's like on films as well like when you have older people they're always forever going back to when they was young and they look like young diversions of it forever like every, i'm just like what the like you, you're making moments like are you living for, you know, the perfect image of yourselves when you were younger or you're living for now? Because the way the videos portray it, it's like you should just be young and in love forever. But why can't you be old and in love, you know? But, yeah, I just noticed odd things like that. I just thought of a question to follow up from that. Um, do you think that it's easier for older, when men get old, for them to kind of put themselves back out there and get in the market and find someone young. Cause when you watch films and that, and it's always, Oh, um, the husband's probably having a midlife crisis. So he goes and leaves the wife for someone younger. And this whole thing that when a woman's body gets to a certain age, it's less attractive. So do you think men kind of have it easier when they, when they get old, it's like, yeah, but men get old. This is the thing. It's same what, what they want you to believe. Men get old the same. Like, I don't know, because I'm not old, so maybe in, like, 50 years when I get old, I can I can tell you. But that's what they make you feel and make you think that. But 
they mang it old as well. Like, they, they, you know what I mean? Their body won't be the same. Other parts definitely won't be working how they used to. So I don't know how they're talking about these getting these young girls. It's a, it's a, maybe some Viagra companies sponsoring the film. I don't know. But it's odd. Like, we all get older and we're all, you know, our bodies start slowing down and whatnot. And I don't think it is any easier. I think if, Anything, I think men may understand women better. Do you know what? I think it's because women have the luggage and men don't. In a, that's how that's how it's portrayed. That's like well, that's like the reality, isn't it? If you've got kids and the guy wants to leave, that's him one going with this other woman. So that other woman doesn't have to worry about no kids or anything else. But if a woman wants to leave the man and get another man, then you're not just getting a woman, you're getting a woman and kids and, and the dog. Like, I don't love the kids or the dog. I love you. That's all I want is you. But I think that's that's the difference. I think men can just, personally, I couldn't do it. If I had to leave and leave my kid, I, I, I couldn't do it. That would kill me the most. But I think that's why it is more so a lot of men they themselves attach their kids to their wives like they're not a part of a family. How can you just see your kids at a weekend, man? They're your kids. Like, how can you just go off and start a new family? You've still got that other family there that still needs your love and attention. Like, how have you got enough time to flip between the two? I fight, I don't, I don't know. Saying that, I swear, my dad's got like 13 kids, so I should just ask him, really. I bet he could write a book on that. But that's just me personally. Like, a lot, men don't come with no baggage. You can just up and leave, just them on their own. Women, they've got, you know, the the kids and, and the dog and cats and any other pets to look after when I don't, I don't get that. That's something else I don't get. They should share in 50-50. I feel like the men would take the dog, though. I feel like they would come back for the dog. <laughs> I'd, I don't. I think I'd, I'd come back for my dog, definitely. She's a beauty, <laughs> my dog. But then I wouldn't take the dog because that dog's been brought up to protect the family. And if I'm leaving the family, then I don't deserve the dog. And I don't even deserve to see my kids talking about that. Anyway. I'm going to let Adrian take over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of dogs, actually, my dog was just barking in the background. So it's good that my mic was muted. Um, but the question that I wanted to ask was, because we've been talking about social media quite a bit. And I was wondering, are there any positive things that you see coming out of social media? Like, are, like, are there any benefits, do you think, of social media or has it all been negative? Well, in regards to like how people look and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've not seen nothing good. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just look at social media as just a horrible place, but the stuff that... Sorry, the stuff that I see, I've not seen nothing good. I can't think of anything I saw in regards to beauty and how people look. This, no, tell a lie. I saw one woman, and what she does is she's she she you know she's getting older. She must have had a couple of kids. You know, she's got a weight. weight she's weight got weight in areas that she doesn't want it, and she like reenacts photos that models reenact. And she looks really funny doing it. Like she does all sorts of stuff. And I like that. That's positive because it's it's showing her like, look, this is me. 
and I'm happy to be me in my own skin. And I think that's that's one thing that I've seen positive, even though she's making herself out to look like a comedian doing it. I've not seen anything. Do you know what? I'm going to look. I'm going to start looking for the positives. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I think it's interesting that you've highlighted that just because we, as females, we see that all the time. Like I do, I will come across a lot of positive posts about uplifting women about their body image and their appearance and kind of like, it doesn't really care what you look like. Do you think there needs to be more of that from men? And if so, do you think men need to be the one to kind of kickstart that? Mm, yeah, definitely men. Oh, women could do it. Help him. Maybe. I think it boils down to this masculine thing of men are the protectors, men are the workers, men get dirty and smelly and have rough hair. It just all boils down to that. Like, it's like women have got their lane and men have got their lane. Like, why are we trying to cross the two? Um, obviously, I understand why, because men want to look sexy, I suppose. Like, why not? And, yeah, I just... It's just back back to the same again. Like, there's just why everything's so different. Everything's black or everything's white. What about the grey bit? Um, and why can't we empower men to say they look good? Because if I say, I can say to my friend like, "Oh, you look well. Like you're looking good, man. I like this or I like that," and it's not a thing. But again, if you say it in front of the one person, they'll be going off like you're gay. And you want to have some sort of sexual relationship with her. But saying that, some women are the same. You can be polite to a woman and she could swear down that you're trying to on with her, but, you know, opening a door, that's not the kind of door I'm trying to open, love, just walk through. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, those are great questions, Adrian, Sarita. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think it's more acceptable. Like if I if I tell like um, Sabrina and Adrian, like, oh, yeah, you two look beautiful. Like, love you. Then it's it's like, quote, it, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But then, yeah, I didn't notice like um, with, with men, if you say like, love you, man, it's still like, wait, but no homo, right? It's like, oh, my God, why? We're still on that. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have to like explicitly both agree that you're not gay by doing it. Just I, I think it's again it's security it's it, you know they're insecure about themselves and you know maybe they are gay they don't want to tell nobody who knows who exactly. who cares that's the bottom line as long as you're happy be, be gay all you like yeah i mean as you said earlier mind your own business yeah that's what i mean and i don't i don't honestly for me to tell another guy that it looks good i'll do it shall i do it online shall we see Shall we see? I'll I'll comment online to say oh, if a yeah. guy looks good and see what people say. Uh, they'll say that I'm gay and stuff and what's wrong with me, and, and someone will be there ticking the make 100 percent because they're negative. Yeah, sadly, but, yes. But I feel I mean, it's the same with yeah. women as well. If you if I was to say see see one of you guys and be like, oh oh you're looking you're looking well you're looking nice like you're looking really pretty today. If another person listening to that, they'll be like, oh, is he trying to, is he trying to on with her? Mm -hmm. Or are they seeing each other? Like what? They're flipped. Like you can't just say someone looks good. Like. That's such a good point. That's such a good point. And uh, I'm so sorry. We're going a little bit over because I know you're a busy man. So. It's all right. I've booked you. I'm all right for time. Okay. Um, So yeah, actually on that, well, kind of like tangential, but um, 
you know, men like Kevin Hart, Idris Elba, Henry Golding, if you see on Instagram, they explicitly say, I take care of my skin. They have this routine. So, you know, when you see stuff like that, question one, does that make you think like, well, if Kevin Hart's doing it, then yeah, of course I can do it. Does that kind of like give you reassurance? And do you, do men practice self-care? What do okay. you think? Do men? I don't know if they do. I can't answer. I don't think a lot, a lot of them don't. I do. Like the other day, my daughter put me like a little face mask on and she rolled it around with some, yes. I don't know, rolled some like little green jade thing around and then I put the patch on for my nose, you know. I was glowing that night. I just needed a shave. You know, I'll do that stuff. I'm I'm not bothered. Like, if it, you know, you've got to be happy of what you look like. Like, I, I just wanted to feel a bit glowy, a bit fresh, you know? And I did it. It's like, don't make me gay. I'll put, a, I'll put pictures up online. It doesn't make no difference to me. But it's that, again, with other men, they're too bothered about being inferior, like being vulnerable. I think that's another big thing with a lot of uh, men. This is why I like gay people, me, because you know why? Because they, they're not ashamed to say that they're vulnerable. Like, I don't know if that's because of their being in touch with the feminine side, because women, a lot of women, I can't speak for all women, but a lot of women aren't, aren't scared to show their emotions and to show their vulnerability. Um, gay men do that as well. Men, nah, like, what? That did rather kick up a fuss and flip tables and walk out like some angry man than address their vulnerability or their emotions. And I think that's got a part in it as well. Like, they, they just don't know how to deal with the emotions and and you're not told as a man you're told like like i remember like crying i remember crying when i was a kid and my dad would be like why are you crying i'm like i don't know why i'm crying i'm just upset and he's like well if you carry on crying i'm going to give you a reason to cry so i had to stop crying do you know what i mean and i'm like F i can't last time i cried must have been when my when my son was young he's 13 he was 13 at the beginning of the month Fact, 13 years i've not cried for and that's one thing that men don't teach men to do they don't teach them how to handle their emotions and and it's okay to cry like i tell my son it's okay to cry well i didn't i used to be like my dad until his mom my partner said look you should let them embrace their unhappiness and their emotions so i just then said okay i, I get that just because i'm the way i am doesn't mean he has to be the same and yeah i think men don't address their emotions and that's why this whole beauty thing is some big issue because the scene are soft and this is just like a final point but kind of rounding it up um so when you talk about kind of men not expressing their emotions um and then touching on claire's point about um like celebrities like kevin hart and idris alba um do you think that young people need more current kind of role models to be the ones to be like um it's okay to get a manicure because kevin hart unless you're into comedy as a boy you're not really going to be uh well young boys anyway okay. it's not kevin hart they kind of look up to footballers they yeah, look yeah, up yeah. to rappers and it's like when asap racket racky when asap rocky as a rapper dresses great 
It's like you said, they're quick to call him fruity or to say he's gay yeah, just he's because the man skeptic. takes pride in, in fashion. Yeah, I think um, Skeptical's wearing something and he made a comment online and everyone, instead of paying attention yeah. to his comment, they dragged him for what he was yeah, wearing yeah. and he was yeah, like... It was, it was really fruity. Like, that <laughs> was borderline. It was, it was a woman's blouse. Like, they, they, I don't... I, I could see where it was going. I could see... Would would I go on his social media and call him gay because he's wearing a woman's top? No. Did I think it looked fruity and was it questionable? It was a little bit. I was like, it, it, it was a... It, not the fact that it was a woman's blouse. It was the fact that a woman wouldn't have wore that blouse how he wore it. That's like you guys wearing a blouse with no bra underneath and it's see-through. Like, you wouldn't do it. So he's a man. Why is he doing it? At least put a, a vest underneath, like a like a like you should. Um, but yeah, man, it was. A, but, but saying that, when I've been looking for clothes, I've seen a, a, t- a type of top that I like, or a certain cut of jeans, and or not jeans. I said jackets, coats, and they've been women's, not men's. And I'm like, damn, I wish they did that in the men's size. Do you know what I mean? Or or the men's version. But yeah, but that skeptic that that. Yeah, that was a hot. It was. Do you know what I remember? It looked like them tea cozy things. What, what you put your tea on? You know them ones with like holes missing and that. Man, why the heck you'd wear that anyway? But a, do- a doily. <laughs> I don't know why it was. But that's it was, what. It was, that's what they're called. It's from like olden times. They're called doilies. It's what like oh. old people used to rest their teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was that, and it was see through as well. For and but then again, like why they so bothered? Like and, and you know why rate skeptical because he. He does what he's doing. He does his music. He's in his lane. He's focused. He's got his head down. If he likes a, a woman's, I don't whatever, a doily, he'll, he'll wear it. Like, I don't know how many had to buy to get that top made, but he can afford it. So, geez, why not? But back to your social media thing. With, okay, if there wasn't social, okay, if there wasn't social media, would they still be taking care of how they looked? Are they doing it for themselves or are they doing it because of how they look on social media? I think there's a fine line. I think it's hard to kind of tell. Well, no, I wouldn't say it's hard to tell. Um, But I think for some people, it's a fine line between do you actually, are you doing this for yourself or are you you doing it for, for social media? And it's like, even though you're taking pride of yourself, there's it gets to a point where you're kind of pushing the boundaries for social media like yeah. girls that get their nails done like that that's fine getting your nails done but then when you're posing in suggestive um postures showing off those nails it's like okay did you get your nails done, done for you or did you get your nails yeah, for yeah. the photo shoot that's what, so that's kinda... what they do that i remember like girls do that all the time like they'll have the bum out and be like oh do you like my new socks like <laughs> what the hell <laughs> like come on like you're not here for your new socks man we know what your game is and again it gets people attention you know if you want to show your bum just show your bum you don't have to hide that you want to show people you're, you're playing black socks like come on like there's any any socks it's it, it just, just be you when if you if you want to do that but yeah it's true what you're saying like i don't know we're just in a it's just dangerous I just wanted to add, so you were saying like, do they do it for social media or do they do it for themselves? But I think there in some cases, it's like, even if you're doing it for social media, like, isn't that also okay? As long as it makes you feel good and it's not like hurting anyone. Like, for example, if you get your nails done and it makes you feel good and you want to share it on social media, 
then it's kind of like, even if you do it partially just because you want to have a post to show, like if it also makes you feel good or like, you know, if you're, um, if you're struggling with depression and maybe it's hard to go through some of those like self-care activities, like even if you're doing it just for social media, maybe it can help you build up some habits that are good and healthy for you. So I think it doesn't necessarily have to be bad if you're doing it for social media. Although of course, like, you know, that does come with like some restrictions or, you know, going too far or something like that. Mm, I mean, it, it can help if it's making you feel good, but is I'd, I'd say, was it, is it toxic? Is that the right word? If you're doing it for the likes and, and mm. the comments, like I think that's dangerous because you're putting yourself out there. Obviously, if it's making yourself feel better, you're feeling a bit vulnerable. Oh, I feel a bit rubbish today. I'm going to put some makeup on. I'm going to put a post up, you know, behind this post of you looking beautiful with your nice hair and makeup is a very vulnerable person at that moment. And what worries me is those comments soon come flying in after that moment. And even though you look confident and happy on your photo, you're very vulnerable or feeling vulnerable at the time. And what it's like the comments and stuff will impact you a lot more because you're very vulnerable at that time and you're not... Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's true too. I think maybe in this case, it would be maybe something good to help you start some good habits or to get you started doing something that you like, but it shouldn't be like the ongoing motivation. I'm just for whatever makes people happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I think I might start feeling cute and putting a few more pictures up after this podcast. <laughs> want to see some self-care stuff you know do some masks put some pictures I, need some, I will do i need some ah oh, that don't bother me like when i used to go out i i used to have my pinky nail done at the nail shop like every time like i'd get acrylics put on there i'd get it painted up i'm, I'm not what because i'm a i'm, I'm you know people think i'm gay because i've got a fake nail on like i'm not bothered but i will be looking at self-care stuff as long as it's cheap and as long as it works so if you see me next time and I look 12, you know, it's worked. <laughs> oh my gosh. On that note, well, we, the three of us mostly kept our mics muted. So listeners won't know, but I, I, I was, at one point I, I was just, I was just laughing. Like, it's just so violent. <laughs> you are hilarious, Anthony. And um, it was just, it was just such a pleasure to have you on. Like, please come back to the pod. Thank you so much for your time. I mean, this is no just worries. fantastic. Thank you. Anytime you need me, give me a shout. And I'm not bothered about the topic. We can get down to the nitty gritty of anything. I'm not afraid. Yeah, I mean, you're not afraid to represent the entire male gender. Well, I think you, I think <laughs> you gathered that I'm not like most males, so I think you needed to go get someone off a building site to come and talk for you <laughs> because I, I'm I'm not that guy. <laughs> no, it'd be interesting to um, do like a like a panel more on like male perspectives because um, I I think the I think you're kind of alluding to, well, we all alluded to like this male stereotype. Um, and I, I don't know, I think it'd be really great to break down, break it down further. And I know we've only just barely scraped the surface, but 
I don't know. This was just really enjoyable and really interesting. You should. You should. You should get like a like a man's man, like a proper man, like like you'd be called with the big beard and the. But you cry. have a beard. But you have a beard. Like you're a man's man. I don't, I don't know. No, I've got no emotions. I don't cry. <laughs> like one of those guys, because I'm not that guy. I'm I'm well in tune with my emotions and I'm I'm in tune with my feminine side. So for me, I I, I sit like on the fence for a lot of things where you know a lot of guys aren't like me you talk to them about um i don't know beauty stuff they will they will attack you know, like verbally like oh, i'm not gay yeah. i'm not having that what like and some people have got real passion for <laughs> you know letting people know that they're not feminine one bit but i don't i don't get it i just think that so what if you are like the world's a bigger place. But yeah, definitely try and try and find someone like that. And but may I add the mm. that kind of thing, you know, men looking after themselves took a huge turn because of shows like the On the Ways Essex. Because I know a lot of men that didn't use fake tan until they saw that. They wouldn't wear fitted jeans with boat shoes. Um, they wouldn't do they wouldn't have their eyebrows done, they wouldn't openly go on a sunbed or get their hair done at a hairdresser's rather than a barber's. So I think shows like that do do help um, men with that kind of mm. stuff, you know. But the issue is then you've got a million people that look like they're from Essex when you go, <laughs> go for yeah. a drink, which is no, a bit... that's a good point. Um, well, actually, I was just wondering, like, because when... Like when you're called a man's man, like does that does that offend you? Like does that imply that that type of man isn't emotionally available? Uh, very few things offend me, um, <laughs> especially being a man's man. I'm just, you know what? I don't like to be categorized as anything really. I'm just me. For for you might call it a man's man. A man's man might call it call it a fruity man. Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like people, each individual's got their own label. And it's that for me, like, I don't like to label people. I like to get to know them and then that's who they are. But no, I've been, I've been called a lot worse than a man's man. Like, geez, I'll take that. Any, any day. <laughs> oh man. No, I think I know a few guys like that, but feature them on the podcast then. they won't do it like it's like, It'd no, be over. No, like uh, yeah i don't that's the thing i don't even think they would speak and if they did i'd be scared for what that i'd be getting ready to like end the end the whole that's chat it. like they're gonna and say anything left why are they so why are they so you know angry because it's anger and why don't they want to be questions on something so simple as to your beauty production, what's it's that it's that thing in it, it's that thing about men. Men have got to be big and strong and hard and have no emotions. And podcasts and stuff like this, um, especially like with you guys, you could word your way around a guy and he would say stuff that he didn't really want to say until after he'd be like, Oh, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> like, really look back, can you delete that? Because and and and, and that, that's what it is. It, you like draw them out and you make them feel comfortable and and talk. Obviously, that didn't work with me because I'm just like this anyway. But <laughs> I don't I don't get why, why men want to be so men and alpha male want to want to be so powerful and and odd. Like just be yourself, and if you've got an issue, just deal with it, man. Jeez. Message to all men. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Uh, sorry for going. Well, oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry for going massively over. But thank you so much. Like, this was truly fantastic. We really enjoyed it. No worries. I enjoy it every time. I'm looking forward to the next one. <laughs>